Hello, I'm Lakita and welcome to the Co-Create Work podcast, where my partner Chloe and I talk about building and co-creating the future of work. We hope this podcast will be your weekly dose of support on all things work, leadership, and personal development as it relates to creating culture for you and your team. Because one of our principles is to be a guy, we look forward to providing space for our shared learning and exploration while trusting your personal experiences. After all, this is what co-creation is all about. So let's co-create together. Hello and welcome to the Co-Create Work Podcast. This week, we are talking all about burnout. Yes, I'm excited to have this conversation, not because I get glee from people being burnt out, but because (laughs) it's an important conversation for us to have. And it's one that we have been having more recently. You know, we all have seen the long-term impacts of the pandemic and everything that has been happening since the start of the pandemic, as well as changes and all of those elements. So more and more, our clients and the communities that we work with have been talking about this idea of burnout. Typically, they describe it as like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. I'm hitting a wall. Um, They're starting to see that a lot with their employees. And a lot of the leaders that we support have been extremely supportive of employees and how they think about the work that they're creating in the world, how they think about the benefits and other items that they provide. So we're seeing that, you know, it's kind of starting to get to a space where folks are feeling a significant impact of the past few years. And so we wanted to provide some recommendations, next steps, as well as some ways to identify if you are in fact experiencing burnout, especially before you decide to shut things down. Great. So should we dig in? Let's do it. I really wanted to share a very interesting statistic. I'm currently reading the book Shorter, and we'll link to this book in the show note. But in this book, the author highlights that the global economy loses $300 billion per year in sick days and lost productivity. And what he highlights in that book is that a primary item that's driving this is burnout, is this idea of overworking. And so I just thought that that was startling. And I love to have good information and evidence that helps us reframe how we're thinking, like what we think would be true, but actually challenges our ways of thinking. Because at Co-Create Work, we certainly advocate and believe that there is a huge benefit in taking time for rest, making time for space, leading with intention. And so I, I just really wanted to start there as we begin to share some thoughts about ways you can recognize burnout. That is a big number of dollars yeah, it is. being lost, right, in quotes. But that's an opportunity, definitely. Yeah. With so much happening with the pandemic and the after effects of the pandemic, which we're still in, what stood out to me a lot was sick days uh, and the number of people who are managing illness and the fact that we know that many studies and statistics show that work can contribute to illness. So I think it's even more important now to figure out next steps and solutions. And we wanted to talk to leaders who are listening to this podcast and founders and owners because we really know rethinking this idea starts from the leadership level. And you all really have to reframe your mindset and approach towards this. And so we wanted to share some ways that you might recognize 
if burnout is happening for you and maybe your team and some steps that you can take to really address that. How would someone recognize that they might be experiencing burnout? Yeah, absolutely. And listeners, one thing that you'll learn about us at co-create work is that we love a good framework and we love some components, we are definitely always going to put things in steps for you. So we have five components that we've identified from our conversations um, and what we know about burnout and overwork that are clues to the fact that you may be experiencing burnout. The first one is that you may be too far from your impact. So you aren't able to see as a leader how you're making a difference, how you're having an impact on a day-to-day basis in a way that is meaningful to you. So some may be listening and, you know, you may say, hey, I know I'm having an impact because we're making money, but does that feel meaningful and connected to you? If not, one of the things that's causing your burnout might be that you're too far from impact. So as I think about that and the leaders that we work with, some of the things I hear them say are, I don't feel like what I'm doing matters. Mm. I'm not sure that the vision I have is right. And again, that goes back to not having that impact or being too disconnected from the impact that they want to be having. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one thing as well is that even though you are within a particular role in the organization and you have responsibilities for that role, right, you still need to understand the things that are meaningful and important to you in the work that you're doing and making sure that you have some connection to that. We don't mean jumping in and doing everyone's job. (laughs) We would never advocate (laughs) for you micromanaging or, or taking a role, but to really see what makes a difference for you and doing the things that you enjoy within the context of the business Also, sometimes the feeling of impact and purpose is just going back and looking at your wins. What are the wins that you have? We talk about wins at the start of every single call that we have. We say, hey, share your wins. And so in doing that, you can really understand the impact that you're having and you can really embed that practice with your team as well. Great. And so let's go to the second clue that we might be experiencing burnout, the second component. Absolutely. And that second component is not living as a type of leader that you want to be. So a lot of times what we have seen in conversations, our observations, even in comments back and forth across social media with different folks who follow us is that this idea that I need to be this type of leader. I need to make my image of leadership to match someone else's. And we have to remember that a lot of the images of how, quote, one should lead are based on patriarchal, very outdated views on what leadership needs to look like. And what we know is that leadership of the future is inclusive. It is flexible. It is about elevating your team. It's about creating autonomy. It's about creativity. And so we really want to encourage you to 
identify the type of leader that you want to be and what that might look like for you. And I know, Chloe, one of the first things that we do with our clients is a leadership brand. And sometimes we get a little pushback for that because it's like, hey, what are the tactical things we need to do to change our culture? And what we believe is one of those things is stating very clearly and having clarity about what type of leader you want to be. So could you share a few more thoughts about the leadership brand? Yes. I think one of the big things that shifted, and I've been doing leadership brands for basically the entirety of my my career, just helping people develop those and thinking about them. But one of the big shifts that we're seeing is how important values are when it comes to leadership brand. And that is critical when it comes to fighting against that desire to be a certain type of leader versus being the leader that you truly are. And that's where that impact really comes in as well. So when I am working with clients around leadership brand, we start with that values piece, which makes a really big difference and helps provide that North Star or touch point for people to go back to, which is especially important in these moments of burnout. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. I love the leadership brand. So if you are trying to manage uh, your team or lead your company based on someone else's ways of working, especially ways of working that are outdated, then going through a process like a leadership brand is something that's very powerful. And so today we're really giving you the five elements of what could be contributing to burnout. And in the coming weeks, we're going to talk more about some specific actions to take, as well as hearing from someone about how they have addressed burnout on their own. So with that, I'll go into number three. And the third thing that may contribute to burnout is are you living and addressing the other areas in your life? So a lot of times we see in our conversations with leaders that building a company and work is the focus and it is a very strict focus, right? And they limit other things, especially the types of things that recharge them, that bring them joy, that help them feel connected. And so in the coming weeks, we'll talk to you about seven key areas across your life to look at as you're thinking about how you might be able to feel recharged and reconnected. But as you can imagine, if you've centered work as the only thing that you're doing, then you're going to feel burned out because you're not getting any return on that investment besides seeing the wins from work. And as someone who identifies as one who wants to work a lot, I can tell you, even though I feel great benefit, excitement from the work that I do, if I'm not addressing the other areas of my life, like health, spirituality, time, joy, then that can have a really negative impact. And and I definitely can begin to feel burned out. So we're going to talk about some areas of your life in coming weeks, but this is definitely one for you to consider as well. The other thing that is so important here, and while our focus is on founders and leaders, is so important is that you're also modeling those behaviors for your team members as well. And so while you may never expect them to work as hard as you are, especially if you're the founder of an organization, what they see and what 
what you say may be two different things. So having that alignment is also really important to make sure that your team doesn't get burned out too. Yeah, I love that, Chloe. And we talk about the importance of modeling all the time. It's not just what you say, it is what you do and it is your practices. And so that is such a great point and I think really, really critical. Thanks for sharing that one. All right. The fourth area that may be contributing to your burnout is that you're working against your particular working style. Now, this is different from working similarly to another leader, because this one is about, you know, is your working style working strictly from a desk? Is your working style about working from other environments? Do you need to change up your workday? It is do you need external brainstorming, right? Like Chloe and I collaborate quite a bit before we go in and do any additional deep design work for our clients. And so that is in support of the ways that I work best. And so it's important to identify like, how do you work? What are the most effective ways for you to work? And then not working against that. Instead, put in more supportive ways of working together for yourself throughout your work week is really, really critical. I think what people frequently miss with this is how much energy it actually requires to work against yourself, to work against your normal style. And that energy contributes to burnout clearly and can be spent in so many better ways. And so really being able to focus on how do I work best and the beauty of some of the results from the pandemic is that many of us do have a little bit more flexibility in terms of our working style with how things have shifted. It's not true for everyone, but for many of us, we can work a little bit differently and really lean into our own work styles. Yeah, I totally agree with that. There are times in the evening where I will be trying to push through and I will say to myself, Lakita, when you open this up to do this in the morning, you're going to finish this so much quicker or you're going to have a different insight. Um, As someone who does like to work a lot, I'll often wake up with new ideas about work. And so recognize that and make space for it because there is a difference between hours spent and actual productivity or creativity towards your goals. So really understanding that deeply. And for our final item that we would say that may give you insight into if you are starting to reach burnout is that you notice that you are doing a lot on your own independently. You're not allowing people to support you. And as a result, not allowing people to stretch within their role. So if you are seemingly the one that is doing all the things. Um, If you find yourself saying, oh, I do not have time to show this person the steps or how to do this, then this definitely will contribute to burnout. I think the other way I've seen that show up with some of our clients is I don't want to burden other people with this. So I'm just going to do it myself. And a couple of things are happening there. One is you're making assumptions about how something might impact another person. And two, exactly what you were just saying, you are not giving those folks an opportunity to stretch, to grow, to support you, which actually helps them feel more connected to the work also. I love that. Back to number one, which is that then you will have them too far from their impact 
thereby increasing their burnout, right? Because they're doing a lot of things that don't feel as impactful. In the comment episodes, we'll talk about the five components of inclusive work, but one of those is shared purpose. Uh, That's actually the top component. And so we know how important purpose and impact is, not just for you, but for your team. So if we could just really reframe this idea of I have to do it all myself to what might be possible for my team to take on, who on my team might be excited for a new opportunity, what might we try? Those are some critical questions that you can ask that might help to get you in a better place and space with making room for folks to stretch in their work and and try something new. And also just for you as well to be supported, which is something that is available and accessible to a leader. I think we have a lot of pushback around that because If we are not building workplaces where we value and highlight inclusivity and highlight intentionality, then it may feel extractive to ask someone to do something that is supportive of us. But if we are in true partnership and collaboration with folks, then that's not something that we have to worry about. We are building something together and we are being fair in our actions as a leader and as a company. Oh, that just feels good to say, to talk about that inclusive culture and building a team and a culture where support is part of what we do. And so these are our five clues, components that you can look out for to see, you know, if you're feeling feelings of burnout and you really want to identify what's going on and put a name to it, I think that it will be captured within these five components. You aren't limited to one. You may be feeling several. And as a result, you may need to take more drastic action and interventions to support yourself and to support your team. And so we're going to be talking in the coming weeks about some ways that you might do that. We're also going to speak with someone who has gone through burnout recently and come out on the other side and what some of the steps were that they took, some surprises in there for you and some really accessible steps that you can take as well. Chloe, I would be remiss not to highlight the fact that this is our first episode at the Co-Create Work podcast. And so we really started this episode and this series centered around care and support. I think that's something that's important to both of us. And as we're developing our style for the podcast, experimentation is a part of that. So we would love uh, for you to email us and tell us more about your stories of burnout uh, and how we can help to support you in really actionable ways on the podcast. And as part of what we do at Co-Create Work and what we will do with this podcast is we always want to give you some action that you can take. Learning plus action is what makes the difference. And so for this week's episode, we don't want to jump ahead because we're going to dig into those tips for each of the aspects of burnout. But what we'd love to have you do is spend some time reflecting on where you're at as a leader and which aspects of burnout you may be experiencing so that when you come in to listen to the next episode, you know what you're looking for and what you need because this really is all about co-creation. 
Absolutely. And Chloe highlighted it at Co-Create Work. We are action oriented. So we are always hoping to give you some next steps and action that you can take. And sometimes that action is to take a beat and reflect uh, and think about integration. And that's what Chloe is asking you to do here. So we are excited to be on this journey with you and looking forward to our continued discussions around burnout. Thank you for tuning in. For any resources referenced during today's episode, you can find that information in our show notes at cocreatework.com slash podcast. You can also connect with us on Instagram at cocreatework. If you have any questions about this week's episode or transforming the future of work, we would love to hear from you. Please email us at podcast at cocreatework.com. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the Co Create Work podcast on your favorite platform.